Hello and welcome to LSH Talks, a podcast hosting important conversations within the commercial property network. Today, I'm joined by Charlie Lake, Director of Capital Markets in LSH's Office Advisory Team. Hot on the heels of the Southeast Office Market Report, we're going to be talking about the latest investment trends in the region, and we'll be getting his expert views on where he sees the market going. I hope that you're doing well, Charlie, and thank you for joining me today on the podcast. In a previous podcast episode, we spoke about improving the activity in the occupier market. Has this been reflected in the investment market? Yes and no, in truth. Volume-wise, the numbers are encouraging. After a respectable volume of $570 million in Q1, it subsequently doubled in Q2 just gone to around $1.2 billion. But large deals are really driving these impressive volumes, especially in Q2, which included Brookfield's $714 million purchase of the Arlington portfolio, and Global Net Lease's 170 mil purchase of the McLaren campus in Woking. Activity is dinner, pre-pandemic though. The actual number of transactions is running at around half its typical level prior to the pandemic. So why is activity thinner? Is this due to demand or supply? Good question. It's squarely on the demand side, in my opinion. It's not so much that demand isn't there, it certainly is, but it's either concentrated on core product or opportunity driven. There is a healthy amount of stock available, around 1 billion in the southeast at the last count, but there is a persistent mismatch between buyer and vendor pricing aspirations, which is exacerbated when there is immediate or short-term void exposure. Buyers want the price to reflect the greater perceived occupational risk on the one hand, while distress is yet to really materialise in this cycle. This is exaggerated, as by a number of conventional players in the market, market, waiting to see a return to the office by a number of corporate occupiers. So the Southeast report highlights a real bright spot in the market for life sciences. What's going on here? Well, amid the general cautious landscape, a substantial weight of global cap continues to seek out defensive products. This has been reflected in strong demand for covenants in pharmaceuticals and life science sectors, including the recent Arlington deal. 1.5 billion has been deployed into product used by, or targeted at, science-led occupiers since the pandemic hit, around half of total volume. As a result, a lot of the big ticket deals we've seen have been in Oxford and Cambridge, reflecting their pedigree in this area. So global capital is there, you say, but how is the domestic market by comparison? Yes, while overseas buying has been close to trend levels, domestic buyers have been quiet. Institutional volume over the 12 months to Q1 was only 390 million and less than half its annual average. And half of that volume was in a single transaction, being Energy's 200 million forward funding of the Life and Mine building in Oxford. Domestic demand looks very different from the norm at the moment. Very quiet among the usual prop codes and funds. And instead, we're seeing quite a diverse, but ultimately thinner domestic buying pool. It's worth highlighting We've also seen local authority investment drop off a cliff as a result of the imposition of restrictions to accessing PWLB funds for purely income generation. In the last 12 months, we have recorded under 100 million of volume against an excess of 800 million in the preceding period. You mentioned a standoff on pricing earlier. How much has pricing been affected by the pandemic? Well, in the case of life sciences, where demand is really hot, we've seen some very keen yields on the deals we've seen. Sub 5% is the norm while Cadan's purchase of the Sherrard building in Oxford uh, in Q2 reflected just 3.6 initial, despite no apparent certainty that the value of the enhanced specification could be captured for another 10 years. Outside of that niche, it's fair to say that pricing has drifted over the past year. While evidence is thin on the ground, we have prime yields now in the region of 5.25%, compared with the 4.75 on the eve of the pandemic in 2020. In a relative context, we believe this offers real value compared with other sectors. West End yields have held held stable around 3.75%, despite the fact it's arguably more exposed to the fallout, and industrial distribution yields continue to contract further and further. So we're at the halfway point of the year. How do you see the second half of 2021 playing out? I'm fairly optimistic that depths of the market 
will start to improve alongside confidence in the short and medium term outlook, reflected in a strong, above average final quarter volume this year. For this to happen, though, two things are important. Investors will want to see a meaningful return to normal in the Occupy market, and sellers will probably need to be more realistic in pricing if they are seeking a capital receipt. This obviously assumes that the vaccine-led route out of working and travel restrictions continues to be effective. Our previous podcast made reference to rapid change in the Occupy demand. What does this mean for investors in the region looking ahead? The pandemic is undoubtedly going to leave the market more polarised. Investors will be wary of being owners of stranded assets. There is also an opportunity to move quickly and tap into the growing demand for greater flexibility, a focus on quality to attract staff back to the office, and more environmentally sustainable products, for which demand is on a potentially exponential trajectory from both occupiers and investors alike. In my opinion, investors that can embrace this change and gain first mover advantage will reap the rewards in the short to medium term. To read the article in its entirety, please visit the link in the description of this podcast. Over the next few weeks, there will be various content being pushed out around the Southeast Report. If you visit our LinkedIn, you'll be able to keep up to date with everything that's going on.